today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuuman is with us once again for another edition of Tech Talk, brought to you by the good friends at uh, Vacuuman. By the way, I'll, I'll do the plug for you, by the way. It's coming on to springtime right now. It's a good idea to get your furnaces cleaned up and their ducts cleaned because of all the stuff that's been going on in the winter, right? Am I right? That's right. I really appreciate that, Bill. That's awesome. I, I don't know what more to say, other than the fact that it's warmer now, that you definitely want to get your dryer vents cleaned, which we can help you with. So, you want to give us a uh, visit vacuuman.com and uh, it's been so cold and now we're uh, getting that little warmer weather. You can get your dryer vents cleaned out. So yes, there's the plug of the day. Because nobody remembers to do the, the furnace filter. Nobody until somebody like you or I mention it. And oh, I got to do that this weekend. So there you go. We're probably saving somebody a ton of money. All right, let's get right off the bat. I want to talk to you about Netflix because they're back in the news again for all the wrong reasons. Uh, uh, they, they've just, they don't seem to like the idea that we tend to want to share our Netflix accounts with other people. Uh, you know, I, I know people that actually have seven or eight people that are using their account by giving them out the password, and Netflix is trying to crack down now. Well, you know, and I remember this conversation. We've been doing tech talk so long now, Bill, and I remember having a conversation with you in one of our tech talk shows more than three years ago when we did this, and that was one of the conversations we had. How yep. is Netflix going to let people sign up, get multiple devices and multiple access their account and at the time netflix was aware of it and they said that well we trust that people are going to be honest and we trust that people are going to be able to you know use their their terms and conditions of their rights to be able to not share it with everybody but to be able to keep it in a household so yes you're right many of us do tend to you know for for example i know parents will buy netflix and then they'll let their uh, their their children have access to it, or, or in some cases, parents will or the other, or the other way around, yeah, or, or the exactly the other way around, more likely. So what's happened is Netflix is finally, I guess they're, you know, and I can't blame them. One of the things we keep talking about with Netflix is how much they've invested in their content, and they got a, you know, they got an obligation to their shareholders to make sure that they they recoup this money. So there's just a testing, by the way, Bill. This is a this isn't official. This isn't Netflix is uh, as of today. You're going to turn it on and go. Oh no, my my you know my my I can't access the account. And uh, what they're doing is randomly you're going to get a little notice. You might notice a notice coming up stating that Netflix is going to be uh, adding a confirmation. Would you like to sign in or opt in? Um, and again, this is for your security bill, so no one's stealing your Netflix account. Um, and what it will do is it's almost like a validation. So you'll get an access, you'll then enter, uh, you know, yes, here's my phone number, and think of it as getting a text message with a code every time you'd want to sign into Netflix or get an email, and that email verified with Netflix would then make you enter the code to see Netflix. What that's supposed to do is hinder the amount of how many passwords you share with everyone. So whoever owns the account doesn't have to keep going, okay, here's your code. You know, so it makes everyone have to get their own streaming service. Yeah, but they did this before, didn't they? I mean, when they, as you mentioned, three, four years ago when they started to do this, because I got nailed on that one time, and I, I don't know what my password is. You know, uh, <laughs> think, okay, and you try about 18 different kinds. They finally got through and got it in again. But I, I understand where they're coming from. And, and as you've mentioned before, from the standpoint of security, uh, more and more people are using double entries right now, too. I mean, you know, for Outlook and so many different things. So it's, I guess it's it's the technology that's available to them, and you know, they, they feel like they're getting ripped off. But 
I'm going to take 10 seconds right now and rant about Netflix anyway before we move on to something else. <laughs> I am very disappointed in the product over the last year. I know that it was it was the bee's knees. Everybody loved it when it first came on side, and, and I did too. I was one of them. But there have been so many other streaming services come on side right now, like Acorn and, and, and so many others, and Crave, and, and you know, yeah, we could spend an hour just listing them. Uh, the, the stuff that Netflix is picking up right now is, is I don't think, very good quality. Now, the, the original Netflix series they do, fabulous stuff. But I'm looking right. for, hey, where are those movies that I want to see? Where are those, uh, you know, different things, British shows, et cetera, like that? And uh, BritBox and all those things, they were actually kind of, they, they, well, they've been poaching from a, a lot of the stuff that used to be on Netflix. And I think Netflix, if they're going to do this, uh, they better get their act together and, and, and up their game a little bit. I'm done yeah, I think they, they – <laughs> and, and as Bill gets off his soapbox, <laughs> someone at Netflix is going, man, they're really – Tech Talk's really hammering us today. You know what? The thing about Netflix is that it has such a domination with regards to market share. And, and again, to the point of which your frustrations are, Bill, is that Netflix in the U.S., it still far exceeds the quality. I know. That's what they, yeah, that's what's frustrating. Exactly. So I, I know there's a lot of you know push right now in, in the CRTC to be able to uh, uh, push for uh, better uh, investments in Canada and further. This is where it's going to be a real balancing act where Netflix <laughs> is looking in Canada, going, "Listen, if you want beachcombers all day long, kids, here you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock you out with some TVO reruns, and you're just gonna love whatever we give you." Um, you know, I I, I think there's got to be a balance in there, and I don't think Netflix looks and I'm speaking openly without you know i'm sure canada netflix is going no 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 what are you doing um i really feel like canada has been shunned and really we're getting the scraps of the programming off i agree available so i agree and you not- know the tag the tagline that says new to netflix it's not new to netflix. i said that's that's three years old you know give me a break you know come on i'm not that naive you know we understand what's going on, and I, you're right because I've heard from some of my American friends, and and they're they're still raving about it. They say, oh yeah, we get stuff like you know three months after it's out of the movies, it's on Netflix. Well, we get it about four years after it's out of the movies, uh, and then by then you've forgotten what the movie was about. So anyway, up your game, guys. And I know I know what's going to happen when I try to log on later on today. I'll be one of the first ones that they're going to say, "Where's your password?" Huh? smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's any payback in, in the tech world at all. Uh, you gave me some talking notes, what you wanted to talk about today. And one word jumped out at me when I was looking at that this morning, Fitbit. I forgot. Uh, I used to love my Fitbit. But, I mean, with the, the smartwatches that are out these days, and everybody's got a smartwatch these days, uh, I, we kind of forgot about Fitbit. But they're still working, and they're still developing product. Yeah, Fitbit exists. It's it's actually more popular than maybe, you know, we give it enough credit for, but they they're continuously upgrading their content or their products. Uh Fitbit particularly came out with a product called the Ace Three. Now this one's really interesting because, you know, when you and I talk about tech, we're like, we just gotta get some steps in to try and, you know, get our body uh, our body temperature up and our heart rate moving. This is a new one that's going to be inspiring children to move. And, you know, we talk, we hear a lot about that, and especially during the pandemic with COVID, a lot of kids haven't been able to get the exercise that, you know, we know that jumping gyms and, and act, activity centers, they've all not been open. So right now, Fitbit is a great time to launch their product that's met, dedicated towards children. And what's neat about it is that it actually encourages 60 daily active minutes uh, a day. So uh, every hour, it, it kind of gives a reminder. You need to get up and make about 250 steps. Uh, could be running around, could be walking around the classroom, and it's customized 
uh, for school, by the way, Bill. So it comes with an animation clock. It's got some characters in it, like the Minions and otherwise. But the real idea behind this new product that's coming to the market is to build those healthy habits for children. Um, it retails about $100 Canadian. And again, there's obviously the upgrades. You can update the, uh, the wristbands and pick your favorite uh, characters or, or any kind of animation options that are available. But the, the moral of this whole process is Fitbit is now focusing on children, hoping parents will be able to... But, uh, take this advantage of giving children a fun, interactive way to A, be active, and B, it also helps with their sleeping and, and, and helping with their sleep patterns. That's a great idea. Good stuff. Sure, check, check that out. Uh, smart speakers are a thing these days. I mean, everybody's got them. Everybody's uh, coming up with new models of them. I, I, matter of fact, I got three of them right here for over the last three or four years sitting in my home office here. Uh, one's Sony, and I think with the other one, I can't see it from where it is here. Uh, and our daughter just got a fabulous one the other day. I mean, you know, you, speakers, these little tiny speakers used to be like, you know, transistor radio things, and it was all grainy and crackly and everything. Uh, it sounds like, the, you know, the, the band is right there in the living room with you right now. Uh, but the, these guys are not finished. I mean, they're always bringing new a a additions to, to the technology here. Yeah, there's nothing to upgrade to these units, but it also it's got two sides of this this topic, by the way, Bill. One is, hey, we all have these Amazon Echoes and Google Active speakers and, you know, uh, Apple Home speaking systems. And we think to ourselves, and one of our topics was, man, they're always listening. And who's listening to us? That was one of our topics in the past. Here's one that you didn't know. This little upgrade that you can now have for your Amazon Echo box, your uh, Google Home box, uh, your little speakerphone. Now what it does, it works like sonar. And it sends, if you're sitting within up to two feet, two to three feet away from your speaker box, your, your Amazon Echo, um, what it does is it's actually sending micro, uh, sound waves out. And obviously we know it's listening. Mm -hmm. It's also now capable of listening to your heartbeat. So what it's doing is it's taking the smart speaker, combining the signal from the microphone, and while you're sitting there reading a book or trying to figure out your password to Netflix to let you back in again, you're going to be having this echo being able to monitor your heart rate. Now, why that's maybe important is, say you have uh, a medical condition or you have heart palpitations or something to that effect, this heartbeat monitor using your Amazon Echo and Google Home is going to be able to say or send a notice to your phone to say you have an ir irregular heartbeat. You may need medical uh, uh, attention. You might want to schedule a doctor. In fact, it might even ask you, would you like me to schedule an appointment with your doctor? Your heartbeat seems to be not <laughs> being uh, uh, improper. So um, this is spooky, yet at the same time, does it, it gives a bit of a peace of mind that there's always a monitoring system with our already existing home tech. Yeah, and everybody's into it. Google's doing something like that too, aren't they? Well, to add a little more to yeah. that fact, so we have the Google Pixel phones, and not just the new ones, the old ones. Uh, Google's really up in the health game. Honestly, Bill, I, I see where Apple was doing it very effectively with their uh, their health products and, and so forth. Google is now launching a feature that already the technology that we bought from Google Pixel phones, and furthermore, in the next year, will be applied to all Android phones because they all run off an Android de uh, a device. Um, and, and just to be noted of this, I haven't heard this from Apple yet. What it does is you can now also use, this one's a little better, it does your heart rate using a selfie, but it also is able to measure your respiratory rate. How? You take your phone, 
put a selfie as if you're going to prop it up on a shelf or have the camera facing you. And what it does is, and this is artificial intelligence and the operating system doing a, uh, a measuring through video, using monitoring your body as a facial recognition would work. And it can measure your, your breathing patterns. So in addition to the sound waves of the sonar of your home box or your speaker box, you can now have your Google phone tell if you have respiratory issues, and it's measuring how you're breathing, how, how much air you're uh, uh, bringing in through your lungs. It, it sees your contractions of your chest, and it will actually be able to measure, possibly even advise, if you're having respiratory problems or if you're feeling like, I can't breathe or I'm having problems breathing. Well, if you have a Google phone or a, an Android, for that matter, um, just prop up the phone, take a selfie, and let it do its magic. Excellent stuff. Uh, we've talked a lot about TikTok over the last little while, obviously very popular these days. But as more content goes on there, uh, there's concerns about some of the stuff that goes on there. And, and the, you know, the, did this cross the line? Is this kind of over the edge? Uh, and they're, they're doing something about it, aren't they? Well, this is what we're going to be probably seeing more in our, in our tech talk discussions and TikTok. Talk, not to be confused with tech talk, is really up in the game when it comes to particularly advancing its its features for its users. Now, we know that TikTok is very popular with a younger audience, a younger generation. And as such, uh, they're really trying to be ahead of the game. So in my opinion, I believe they're trying to do it so they don't, they don't get called to the Senate and have to explain <laughs> what their problems are. So what are they doing? Well, first off, if you're a parent and you have TikTok or your children have TikTok, this is something you're definitely going to want to be able to be a tell your ch child or make sure the features are uh, in um, are, are set up particularly first of all if you post anything on tiktok it, like most social media platforms the world can comment and anyone can see what they want they could and this is where we've had a lot of online harassment or bullying mm -hmm. if you will and it's been a real problem especially with a lot a lot of younger uh, children that you know they feel bullied online and it's actually worse uh, worse a situation than it is in a school so tiktok has a feature that any comment you can set up has to be approved by the user meaning that if you don't like what someone's saying or they're just hate they just got this hate comment coming out going you look like a silly fool uh nobody you know nobody wants to watch this whatever it is you can actually block it where no one else will be able to uh see it or uh support it if you will and why that's important is it's almost like uh putting a muzzle on the bully, if you will. So that's, that's one really cool feature that they've got. Um, they're also being able to now, uh, when you post something on TikTok, it actually will advise the person that, hey, what you're about to post is extremely inappropriate. It's either racist, it's got a, a religious connotation, there's a, a very likely chance that this is going to um, possibly insult or hurt uh, or cause damage in some capacity. Um, it doesn't stop you from posting, but it sure as heck gives you every warning to say uh, you're about to go down a slippery slope. If you're about to get, you're about to get uh, uh, completely uh, destroyed if you want to go live with this. So think of it as a fail-safe. TikTok is doing before you post something, and second is it also gives you now better control that people just can't randomly post on what you upload. Uh, getting tight for time, but I want to get a few of these other things. What's going on with Facebook? Well, Facebook right now is they got to really up their game because man, I'll tell you, WhatsApp is dropping. Users are going anywhere but using Facebook's platform. So Facebook has launched 
Um, particularly, I think they're giving up on North America, honestly, Bill, because they're really focusing on India, South America, uh, large uh, or countries that uh, don't have uh, very fast bandwidth. So they've launched a new series of Instagrams. It's called Instagram Lite, Facebook Lite. It's already been somewhat rolling out, but they're really starting to get the push out. They need to get their numbers back up because their billion users are quickly dropping uh, from an active user standpoint. Uh Parler, remember Parler, very controversial. They uh, actually got booted out of a lot of platforms a little while ago. Are they trying to make a comeback? Well, not only are they making a comeback, they were very, uh, in fact, speaking positively about three weeks ago to say, we're back online, we got a server, it's private, we're, we're available for people to use. However, um, they still have to get through the golden gates of Apple and Android. Now, Android has apparently, uh, a Google platform, the Play Store, has allowed for Parler social media to come back on. So if you're an extreme right-wing conservative, you can feel positive knowing you can download the app. However, Apple is standing their ground. They are actually putting up the, uh, uh, taking the key away and telling Parler, sorry, uh, you're still not capable of launching on our platform. Apple does not believe with your postings, they, they are meeting the standards in terms of conditions. So if you're an Apple user, you won't be using Parler. All right. Uh, I, I know that if I don't give you an opportunity to talk about Samsung on every one of these episodes, you just don't feel right for the rest of the weekend. Uh, and you always want to talk about the smartphone and the folding phone, but they're getting some competition now. That's right. Yes. And thank you for that. It just throws my mojo off for the whole weekend, by the way, Bill. I, you know, <laughs> so I am as I get excited about tech, as we know, and everyone who's listening uh, knows my passion for it. But I've been really holding out for the Samsung Fold. Uh, I mean, it, it's not that it's new. I'm waiting for the version three. And uh, and I'm really excited about what it could be. However, I may be I say this, you know, very with a little trepidation. The Pixel Google phone is actually got me a little tickled with excitement. The hairs in the back of my neck are starting to rise. And that is because the Google Pixel is coming out with a folding phone. And what's very neat about this, Bill, and we don't have too much time to get too much into it, but the fact of the matter is Google and Samsung are really coming together. They're working together on a lot of different elements. Uh, Samsung has some patents. Google has the operating system. And uh, what's happened is Pixel, uh, Google Pixel has partnered with Samsung to use some of that patent elements with the folding uh, glass and otherwise to implement in the new Google phone. So uh, next week, I'll talk more about how they're rolling out in the smartwatches and the other tech. But uh, there's going to be more folding phones that are going to be available. And the reason I'm excited is because the folding phones of the future will be able to have a stylus. And I'm a very firm love of the, of the stylus when it comes to smartphones. Uh, one quick note before we leave. Uh, daylight saving time this uh, this coming Saturday. Day, well, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, 2 a.m. officially on Sunday morning. Uh, spring forward, fall back. So you're going to turn your clocks. Now, if you've got smart devices, a lot of the time they're going to, my phone and everything else, they'll do it themselves, of course. Uh, but, you know, go around, do the other ones that are not. Uh, make sure that you do that so you don't get caught off hard on got off guard rather on on Monday morning all of a sudden oh wait is that time I didn't know it was that time uh, spring forward fallback uh, we do this every Friday at 11.35 Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield brought to you by Vacuum Man have a wonderful weekend uh, spring forward and uh, we'll talk to you next Friday you too thanks Bill The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML